Unlocking Greatness with Joey Lai. Mindset, leadership, and team development. Imagine a riveting conversation with Olympic bronze medalist and TEDx speaker, Joey Lai. Joey dives deep into the interconnectedness roles of mindset, leadership, and team culture in pursuit of success. She also peels back the layers of her 12-year journey with the Canadian national team, revealing how she stayed balanced and motivated during the pandemic. Joey shares her unique approach to inspiring others reach their potential no matter where they're starting from. Don't miss out on this opportunity to learn from a true champion. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. Let me share a little bit more about the guests that we have here today. Joey Lai founded Joey Lai O-L-Y L-L-C, a company dedicated to challenging mindsets and inspiring growth. As an Olympic bronze medalist and TEDx speaker, she shares her insights on leadership and mindset nationwide. A former NCAA athlete and All-American softball player, Joey turned her focus to full-time training for the delayed Tokyo Games, where she helped Canada win its first Olympic softball medal. She also participated in the inaugural season of Athletes Unlimited. Post-Olympics, Joey returned to Williams College to steer the softball team to a 2023 conference championship. Her business impacts individuals and companies nationwide. She resides in Seminole, Florida with her wife and two rescue, rescue dogs. Please help me welcome Ms. Joey Lai to the stage. Welcome. Thank you so much, April. I'm so excited to be here and have a great chat with you today. It's an absolute pleasure. And I got a little tongue twisted there, but you know, you're going to be the best person to describe and explain who you are. So let's get started with that for the audience. Absolutely. So I grew up in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and that was uh, obviously a very snowy experience for me. Uh, now currently living in Seminole, Florida, I've lived in four different states, including Massachusetts, where I went to school. So that's what brought me to the U.S. I just had this desire to continue getting better at my sports. And I just felt the most myself out on the ice playing hockey and on the softball field. And so used those two things plus strong academics to drive my college search. And it, it landed me at Williams College in Massachusetts, where I had an awesome four-year career and graduated with a degree in psychology. When I was graduating, I had no idea what I wanted to do. All I knew was I still loved sports. So I decided to stay on and coach both hockey and softball, assisted both programs. And my parents actually signed me up for try to try out for Team Canada at that time. And I was one of the final cuts. It was uh, such an interesting moment in my life to 
just have this moment of realization that maybe I am good enough to do this, to fulfill my, my childhood dream and come so close to making the team and then getting sent home. And it just lit a new fire in, in my belly and worked really hard to make the team the next year and went on to have that 12 year career while coaching NCAA throughout most of that. And yeah, I'm excited to dive into any and all of, of what you want to chat about today. Well, my gosh, you just said a whole ton of information also, Joey. So there's definitely a lot to dive into. And something that I heard was the psychology aspect and background that you have too. And so I'm curious, how has that applied to sports and teammanship and leadership? I mean, you have certainly led uh, so much of what you've been involved in as well. Yes, I think my interest in psychology paired so well with my desire to be an athlete and later on be a coach, because at the end of the day, it is all about the people, bringing the people together and really getting a deep understanding of ourself. And, you know, through the mindset work, the leadership work, the team culture and dynamic, it essentially comes down to how well we understand ourselves. And then we can build on that strong foundation of understanding in all those areas. And so the, the basis of psychology, you know, one led me to be interested in learning about myself, learning about human behavior, learning about people interacting with one another. And so I think that set me on a really cool path into discovering more about mental performance and not only helping my athletes kind of unlock those skills, but also learning and developing them in myself myself at the same time. And so that was a really cool journey to, to be on. And now I continue to pour into athletes in the national team program, uh, being on staff there now. Oh, that is really cool. And you said something that, that I feel is really key and probably why so many go into the, the psychological aspect of the world. And that is to really know thyself, right? It's really understanding who you are. It's the reflection, the self-reflection and all of those things, because we always get to a point where we really want to know and understand why we do the things we do, why we think the way we think, behave the way we do, and all of those ingrained uh, aspects and even going into belief systems. So, you know, I, I'd be curious too, what are some of the ways that you have found it's impacted you in your leadership with, with having those, that understanding or more of an understanding in the psychological aspect? Absolutely. So I've gained a deep interest in personality assessments. And that is something that's always been true. It, you know, excuse me, throughout my life, there are different assessments that kind of crossed paths with me. And the one that I most recently have dove has dove into is the Enneagram and that it gets at the underlying motivations and underlying fears of your being and discovering that has been so eye opening to me. Mm -hmm. It was during the pandemic, actually, one of my teammates brought it up and then I kind of just dove into it and inspired others on my team to do it. And it allowed us to, within our team, understand each other just a little bit more, you know, why somebody might do something differently, why they might respond in a certain situation in a specific way. And more importantly, allowed me to understand why I responded certain ways and Mm -hmm. that my brain doesn't, 
it's not wired the same way as yours is. It's not wired the same way as my teammates. And so to give myself some grace in moments where maybe I was doubting myself and wondering, you know, does everybody do this? And finally realizing, you know what? I don't have to think this way. I don't have to. My brain happens to be wired like this. And so it gave me that perspective that I'd never had before. And in within leadership, I think one of the most important things to keep pushing is self-discovery and growth. And so in doing that myself, I hope to inspire others around me to continue that self-discovery and just the reflection and understanding how we operate on a daily basis and how we impact the world around us. Oh, well, that's beautifully said. I love the word self-discovery. I think that that sounds so much nicer. <laughs> I don't know. It resonates with me a lot more. I do appreciate it. So, you know, you talk about the Enneagram and I, I haven't yet dived in. I better get with the program, right? Because so many of my guests talk about it and, and there's many different things that we can do and assessments that we can take in order to learn a little bit or dive a little bit deeper of why we respond the way that we do. But, you know, you're right. It, it helps us go into a more of an understanding of what our fears are. You mentioned the word fears and you had talked about that earlier about, you know, when you wanted to pursue your life stream and, but the things that held you back and the fears and not feeling like you were maybe good enough to do it and to more move forward with that. I think all of us as human beings uh, do that. And I think also, Joey, you know, if you want to talk a little bit more about that and those experiences and the, the feelings that you were struggling with during that time, because you've accomplished incredible things. Being an Olympus is not something that the majority of us ever get to. And so because we all struggle with those feelings of, am I good enough? Can I do this? Should I pursue my dreams or not? What has that been like for you? And what has been some of the moments that really were were flipped for you to where you did and were able to move forward with it? When I was eight years old, I had an assignment to just write sentence a sentence a day. And I happened to find that book. My parents had a book of just things from when I was growing up, you know, schoolwork and different things. And I was like, why did you even keep this? And I, I'm so grateful that they did. One of the sentences that I wrote at eight years old was I'm going to the Winter Olympics. And mm. so clearly I thought I was going to be a professional hockey player, not softball player, but that's, that's all right. Just details. And another thing that I discovered in that box was an autobiography that I had written in high school and it was titled Future Olympian. And mm. when I picked that up, that just gave me chills and reminded me of how deeply rooted these dreams were for me. And I had allowed society to kind of bring me back to reality, you know, through through college. And I was only a Division three athlete. I was not a Division one athlete. And could I was it even possible to to pursue that childhood dream that I had and very grateful for my parents for signing me up for that tryout because at that point in my life, I would not have made that choice on my own. And then getting so close to making the team reminded me that, you know what, I can do this. And mm -hmm. diving into an intentional journey of confidence building was probably the biggest factor in my ability to 
sustain a 12 year career and, you know, on the podium at the Olympics with my teammates. And it was working on my self-talk. It was setting a daily reminder in my phone with a message of how awesome I was so that I would intentionally, you know, dive into that mindset. And it, it didn't come naturally. You know, I didn't wake up in the morning thinking, wow, I'm awesome. And so it was important for me to be intentional and still is important to me. You know, I have my adapt and thrive slogan here. And that reminds me that challenges are inevitable. They are going to happen. And that does not mean I don't stay on this path or push forward or keep going for those big goals. It means that I figure out a way to adapt my mindset or adapt my approach and maybe the outcome will be even better and I will thrive through that. I think so many times in in life, an obstacle comes our way and we think, mm, I guess this wasn't meant for me or it's not meant to be. And I, I challenge all of you to think about those obstacles with an adapt and thrive mindset moving forward and that, that intentionality. Mm, I really I love the slogan, adapt and thrive. Because we we are all given a choice when we we come into circumstances, right? That are sometimes uh, beyond our control or what have you. But but the biggest thing is, like you said, to adapt and to okay. If I wouldn't normally, uh, if I can't do what I normally would do, what other ways can I do this and address this, what I'm experiencing, right? And, you know, in that and through that is a sense and a way of thriving. And so I think that that's really cool that you came up with that. And there are so many neat things that I heard out of what you just said and, and talking about the the chills that you had when you saw the things that you were reading from what you said when you were a child. And it makes me think about maybe we should start to think and concentrate a little bit more of what we really wanted to be and do when we were children and take ourselves back into that childlike state and that creative aspect of ourselves. And maybe we might learn and find something there. Yes, I agree 100%. Just thinking, you know, even in conversations with kids now and how confident they are in what they say or how honest they are in what they say. And I just, I want to bottle that up and, and keep it with them as they grow mm -hmm. up. And unfortunately, there are so many things in society that kind of takes that out from us. And we, we start having, you know, second thoughts or doubts or wondering if we can really do the things that we want to do because they're, they're challenging. It, it's not something that comes easy. And so does that mean that I can't do it? And I think that's the message we get fed so often. And I'm here to tell you that you can, if you believe deeply enough and work hard enough, then freaking go after that big goal, especially if it's scary. <laughs> and everyone said by an Olympian medalist here on the show, Yes, absolutely. I think that that is so beautiful. And thank you so much for speaking up because yes, some people do get to that point, right? The small percentage that achieve incredible things, not all of them want to stand up, speak up, share their stories, share their, their true fears, be vulnerable in that experience throughout life. And here you are doing so. And so I appreciate that. And thank you very much for 
being here on the Wellness Driven Life Show and sharing all of that. Because it, it, again, being human, we all experience it. And that's the beauty of it, right? We have the choice to be able to, you know, acknowledge that fear and also to move forward in it and adapt and then thrive, right? So I think that that's really cool. And again, going back to the childhood thing, I think that is a, a really great experiment that maybe everyone should kind of dive into and explore. And also, like you said, it, there's, there's these moments of how we, when we grow up, we're beat down. I mean, life continues to beat us down, right? It's when we continue to stand back up and keep moving forward. And the magic in that. But yes, the societal standards of what they think that we should be doing. And I would assume very much so when you step into the world of pushing yourself further, especially, you know, becoming a, an Olympic athlete, there's those societal standards holding you back, like, well, maybe you should just get a normal job. And maybe you should just be doing this. And maybe you should just get married. And maybe you should just be in school, or what have you and all of those things and thoughts are constantly rolling around. Yes, they for sure are. It's a day doesn't go by without somebody, you know, saying, oh, you should be doing this. Or when do you plan to do this? And there's mm -hmm. definitely this narrative that causes us to think maybe we're not doing the right thing. We're not on the right path. We, we should be doing this other thing that everybody else does. And it's, it's a challenging thing to step outside of that and stay true to, to what you're doing. And uh, just a quick story that I'll share, you know, during my team Canada playing days, I would 30 days before we would come together for training camp, I would just say to myself, I'm not going to have a drink. I know that it's, uh, a positive thing for training to stay away from alcohol, you know, outside of that time during the off season, I would allow myself to be social with friends and enjoy a beverage in the evening, that kind of thing. And 30 days out, I would say, nope, no more. I'm just, you know, water it is, here we go. And without fail, anytime I was around a group of people, everyone, or at least one person would say, why not just one? And, you know, mm. there's that, even that small decision there's still that pressure from friends, from society to, well, you're, you're here hanging out with us. Why not just one? Well, I, if I, I don't need to give you a reason for that. However, for me personally, one can turn to two very easily when, when you've had one, why not two? And so that, that choice for me was challenged every single day. And it takes a lot to stand up to those voices of people day after day who are challenging any decision that you've made. So I think mm -hmm. just, you know, finding a support system, people around you that that support you in what you're doing and can keep encouraging you when when those other voices are kind of pushing you back. Mm, that's a really great example and a great point. You know, finding other people who maybe are more like minded to support you. And I often encourage people to, you know, sometimes when we we don't have people physically with us that are are in the same alignment, sharing the same values, uh, want to support us. Like, you know, you're going out even with the team and they're like, hey, let's have a beer or whatever. And it, it's like, well, th that's not what I need to do for me right now. And so maybe sometimes instead of looking at the people that we have physically around us, be inspired by 
authors or other professionals in your field, like look at other athletes who have done extraordinary things and how they got there. And so I think that that's a really good example and a great uh, tip to be able to focus on something else or another uh, realm of people that are amidst you in order to encourage you to do the things that you feel you need to do. Yes. And we can be our own biggest cheerleaders too. And I mentioned about, you know, setting uh, a reminder on my phone and, and that was me, you know, past self setting current self up to, to be helped in that moment, to be reminded in that moment of this is what we're committing to. This is the mindset we're committing to. And for me, for the two years up to leading up to the Olympics, that message was, I am the best at what I do. And I didn't believe it at first, but it allowed me an opportunity to start believing it and to take a moment every single day and read it and take it in and take a breath and, and soak in that moment and eventually started believing it and, and started you know, embodying that mindset. And it was a pretty cool transformation to experience. Yeah. And I love that tip that you say, I had this on my phone. I did it daily, consistently. And in order for me to, to truly believe it, because it takes that long for us to, to really believe it, right? When we have all of the negativity that we've established, grown up with, started to believe it takes a while and it's not overnight. So I love that you set something up and we have these devices, right? That we use every single day. We have technology now where it's, it's a no brainer to be able to set something up to remind ourselves of, of simple things like that each day in order to get it ingrained. Right. So, uh, Joey, you have some incredible stories, great tips and tricks. We're going to move into our commercial. And then when we get back, I can't wait to hear a little bit more. So stay tuned. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So welcome back, Joey. You have led an amazing life. You continue to do so. Thank you for sharing your stories. 
and being vulnerable in the ways that, you know, the ways that you felt moving into living an extraordinary life and doing extraordinary things. And you continue to do so. You not only went into the, to be a, an Olympic medalist, to leading and training others to do the same, but you also stepped into the entrepreneurial world, which is also not an easy feat for most people. And so let's talk a little bit more about that because you have continued to really transition into something and, and push yourself to live greater. I will first completely admit as soon as the Olympics were over, you know, we had a few weeks of celebration and high and just riding that excitement. And once that ended, there was about a four month, four or five month period for me that was really challenging. And, you know, I didn't want to get out of bed and it just, it seemed like I didn't have purpose in my life anymore. And what was I going to do? And any glimmer of motivation, I just would think about how much I enjoyed pouring into other people. And so I started just slowly putting a website together, you know, maybe over those four months, just would do a little bit, five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever I, I could muster at that time. And through that, finally identified that purpose can look different from one phase of life to the next. And that just because I wasn't training daily for the Olympics and I didn't have this team of people, like-minded people doing these things that I could still find a new passion to pour into and a new community of people that that I can surround myself with. And obviously I mentioned I'm coaching with Team Canada still, so I'm around a lot of those like-minded people still, which is amazing. You know, getting those doses of that environment is is just phenomenal. But just diving into this new journey, I, I looked at it as a new passion, a new project, a new form of excitement in my life that I could pour into at my own pace. And that was an important distinction for me, the at my own pace piece, because my life had been high paced for so long, pouring into the team, pouring into my physical fitness, my performance every single day. And so one of the things that is really important to me in this next phase of my life is being able to create my own schedule, being able to spend time with my friends and family. I, I missed countless weddings, you know, five or six weddings a summer through some of those summers, missed my own sister's wedding to qualify for the Olympics. And so there are a lot of decisions that went into becoming an entrepreneur. I knew it was going to be tough. And so now the, bal the balance that I work to find every day is pouring a little bit into my business and pouring into my life, making sure that I'm not allowing myself to go head first, head in the sand, one focus only. And so it's been pretty incredible to get to spend more time and connect with friends and family and, you know, take a trip to see my 95 year old grandmother and the, these things that I couldn't do in the previous phase of my life and, and still feel like I'm slowly building something that is going to be great and continue to impact the world around me. Mm. Joey, what you talk about with, and I love the way that you said it, when, and it's completely normal, so common, in fact, when we go from one lifestyle, and you call it phase of life to another, 
And it's, it's oftentimes where people, when they've had some extreme highs, they go to some extreme lows and our body doesn't know how to, to just balance that out right away. And I first experienced that and learned about that in law enforcement when we'd go on calls and you're running lights and sirens and you're experiencing those highs. And then all of a sudden everything's clear. And now you've got those real low points or you go home to the family. And so there's all of these different ways that we uh, come up and show up in life. And then we come to a point where we feel really depressed about that, or we're having an identity crisis because we're not doing what we once did day in and day out. Right. And so there's, there's all of this emotional turmoil that's going on, but what you came to the realization of was that it was the passion can look differently in each phase of life. And I love how you said that. And I feel like you came about that like very quickly, honestly. I think you're like, I had four months, six months, but I feel like you really turned that around in such a beautiful way and how you understood. And then you started doing something very slowly. You started building a website each day and, and moving into something different where you still felt like you could have a purpose just in a different way. Yes. And I think having, figuring that out was so helpful. And there, there are still days, don't get me wrong, that I think about and ponder my purpose in life. But I think most of us do that at points. And the people that we surround ourselves with can have such an impact on how we work through that. And one of the things that was so helpful during that low period was I was actually around three of my, my teammates for a period of about seven weeks. And we got together intentionally, the four of us got Froyo, sat down and just talked about how sad we were and how Mm. challenging this period of time was for us. And having that ability, I think is what actually encouraged me and propelled me forward to, to be able to move through it because you know, we sat there in our misery together. We shared how we were feeling and it, it made it okay. And, and it made, made, I think all of us able to sit in that a little bit more deeply and feel that. And so for me, that was extremely helpful to be able to move forward and and start pouring my passions into other things. Well, that is a, it's a really beautiful thing, right? When we talk about on a psychological level, how healthy that is to, express and feel the feelings, right? We hear about that every now and again to really truly feel into it. And once we've allowed ourselves to do that and acknowledge that this is the way that we feel, it makes it easier to be like, okay, now what? (laughs) And so moving forward. Now, we've talked a little bit, Joey, about some of the things that you're doing now, some of the what's next you want to talk a little bit about that, all of the things that you have created and moving forward? I would love to. I am so excited by what I do. Pouring into other people just fills my soul. And so I work one-on-one with coaches, one-on-one with athletes. I do team sessions. I've gone into businesses and helped them understand culture within their organization and 
you know, starting with self understanding and building from there and communication. And it's amazing how many skills from sport and team sport are just so aligned with the corporate world. And so that's been an incredible kind of connection to make and and journey to be on. And of course, you know, the softball piece, being able to do some clinics and uh, I recently did a, a coaching clinic and teaching others who will be impacting so many is another thing that really fills my bucket. And the, the other thing that I'm working on right now in the middle of is a, a book and I'm really excited by it. I've had so many of my friends, so many of my former teammates and colleagues reach out to me and say, hey, do you have a good book recommendation to help my athletes feel more confident or understand how that process works, what it looks like for a female athlete? And it's it's really challenging to find something to fit that description. And that has inspired me to put my own thoughts on paper and share some stories alongside of those thoughts of, you know, what it looks like for one female Olympian to, to get to that confident level, to be able to step on the field in front of, well, in Tokyo, there were no fans, but you know, those times throughout her career where the stadium is just booming with fans and you're in a, a huge moment and your heart is beating through your chest and what allows you to be able to bring yourself down, be in the moment and perform. And so I'm, I'm excited to continue putting those thoughts on paper. And hopefully let's say that'll be a goal to get done in 2024 to, to start being able to, to say, yes, I do have a perfect book suggestion for you. <laughs> I have full confidence that you will accomplish that in 2024, Joey. Absolutely. And, you know, you and I talked a little bit briefly about that before the show started. And I know that that's something you're so excited about. And I think it's incredible. We talked about how, and like you said, people have brought this up to you, this topic that we'd really like to see more information on. And you have all of the knowledge to be able to provide that to the world with. So I have, again, uh, full understanding belief that you will accomplish that this year. So that's incredible. And you're right. You know, when you're an athlete going through all of the experiences of having a large crowd and, and going through the excitement of, and the adrenaline rush and the ups and downs, the highs and the lows, right. Of that experience. And how do you manage that? How do you deal with that? And you've experienced that you've lived through it and in a different way during COVID where maybe there wasn't any fans and you had to do things and navigate things and adapt, right. In such a way. So I think that you're just the perfect person to be able to bring that to light. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And yes, I'm really excited. I will definitely keep you up to date on that process. Awesome. Well, I'll have to bring you back on the show to explain it and talk about it once you launch that book. And awesome. so I want to make sure that everyone knows where to find you. It's been displayed on the screen a few times. And also for all of you listening in, all of the information for our guests is in the description below. So Joey's website is www.joey-lie.com. That's L-Y-E.com. So be sure to check her out, all the things that she's doing. In fact, her website is pretty awesome. Uh, in fact, and in honor of you, I copied a little bit from your website to my website because I loved the way that you did your partnering 
tab. And so what Joey has is she has this beautiful little section of the companies that she loves, that's aligned with her values, that inspire her and products that she uses day in and day out. And so you can check those out too. And of course, check out drivenliving.com because you can see how she inspired me as well. And so that being said, Joey, it's been amazing to have you as a guest on the Wellness Driven Life Show to share all of the cool things that you've done on this planet. Now, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience today? I think one other thing that I'd want to share with the audience is the idea of owning our experience. And so often we can get caught up in the day-to-day -day and going through the motions and checking the boxes and doing all the things that are on, the, on our to-do list. And we forget that we can own our mindset and we can own our our mentality and our attitude and um, we can own the people that we surround ourselves with. And so if there's one thing that people take away from, from today's show, I hope it is just a little bit of a deeper motivation to own their day-to-day -day and, and own their journey. And I wish you all the best in that journey. Oh, I love that. That's, that's brilliantly said to truly own our journey day in and day out. Set some alarms on your phone to say some positive messages to yourself to truly believe it and follow your dreams. Yes. Joey Light, it's been wonderful and amazing to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you so much for being here today. It's been my pleasure, April. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thank you to the audience so much for being here today. Without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So thank you so much for tuning in. And goodbye for now. We will see you next time.